0: I had a I had a trip scheduled and um, we were over there for about three weeks and we were there was a group of uh, women that uh, we went over to kind of help there was another you know group over in Connemara County that was working really hard of local women working hard to like bring more wares into their community so that they could actually, you know, like support local Uh is what it was. Mm -hmm. And so they were, um, they've been very, very good about um, sourcing, sourcing fibers and sourcing some other things. And so I was, um, I was a pen and ink artist and I was a pencil artist and so um, Ireland was amazing anyway, but just being over there and interacting with these women was fantastic. And so they were doing some glass bead work and a little bit of yard art, you know, like where you just. So I was I was exposed to this new medium, uh-huh. and I thought that was fascinating. And two days before I left, there was this really beautiful, um, what I call a hearth mat that that uh, had been woven out of this um, this really beautiful um, goat wool, and it was it was fascinating to me. And so I asked the, our hostess. I said. How how do you make this? This is incredible. And she says, "Oh, that's easy. First graders make those." And I'm like, "You've got to show me." So she she showed me and it was it was very simple. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I like to tell people about this, it was so so groundbreaking for me was in my mind, I said to myself, "I can do that." And what that did is it created an atmosphere for when I was flying home, I started getting these ideas. Uh and they were with fiber and metal and copper and silver and i'm like i know nothing about this world but i i am so inspired uhhuh you know and so um when I got back, I found, um, I found a silversmith, um, and she and I became really good friends, and I said, you know what, you got to teach me everything you know. Mm-hmm. I also bought alpacas. Oh, really? I did. Ooh. I bought alpacas because I wanted to learn the fiber side of it, and I needed to understand it from, you know, Look at the-, the grassroots, right? Uh-huh. And um, I've since sold them, but I learned how to weave. I learned how to work with the fibers. I learned how to spin mm-hmm. because I wow. had this vision of this big piece of this big wall art piece that I uh-huh. I wanted to make so badly, and so what it did is it kind of got me into this area, and um, I discovered that I really loved metal art. I loved working with metals, and I I tended to have a kind of an affinity for it. It it worked, uh-huh. and it worked in my mind. And so then again, I can do that was a was a um, comment or a, you know kind of a theme mm-hmm. that was going through me and. I love telling people that because um, you don't have to be a master at it. You know, when you're, there's so many beautiful things that you're doing here in Curious Mondo that uh, you. just give people this opportunity to go, I could do that. Uh-huh. And the minute that sparks, it's like that creative yes, spark lights then up. I'm then I'm, I'm, I'm such a, an advocate for like just try. Uh-huh. You know, jump into it. You don't have to buy alpacas.
1: Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know yeah. they're hard work. I have some friends that do have alpacas. Yeah, but yeah. first, before we continue, I want to give an overview of the pieces sure. we have here at the table. Because, Asia, you, uh, everything that you told in your story was related to fiber.
0: Other than that. Right? Yeah, okay, so okay. that
1: jumped from, oh, I discovered I love metal. So you were there raising alpacas, yeah. spinning, spinning, making yarn, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then I up to this.
0: I did, yes. Yeah. So part of the biggest part of what I needed to learn was about the metals, and that's that's really where the forte went. So it was even learning about the fibers. My my love and my real focus became um, about the silver and the silversmithing. and so um, that that uh, that actually is what woke everything up for me because that was very applicable. I mean. Um, so once I started learning how to do the silversmithing, and then um, you know, move the help move a create a studio up here in, in Salt Lake City, um, then it moved from learning all of the techniques and taking six months to do that, and, and really kind of getting honed in on uh-huh. to then practicing it more and more, and then eventually I got into um, being an instructor, and I feel like you know naturally I, I like to share what I know. And so, where it's evolved over the last five years is is into a couple of different areas that I really adore. I love the silversmithing; uh-huh. I'm such a fan of that. It is just so rewarding to me. But I also like to do um, metal folding. It's called fold forming, and I like to do etching a lot. Okay. And that is fascinating to me because what I tell my students, or what you know, I've discovered is there becomes a relationship with you and the metal, and, uh-huh. and you kind of end up doing a dance and. Um, and it's really true because you've got you've got heat you've got all kinds of aspects coming into it it's like how much heat is where what where's your flux where's your solder that's for silversmithing if you're doing copper work and you're just folding metal you know what's the application there how hard have you hit this how much do you need to anneal it what's the unfolding gonna look like and and it becomes more of a relationship mainly because You can have a a goal on the outside, and typically when you're like, I'm used to, you know, when I was a a pencil artist and I would draw a picture, there were more specifics, like I was, my outcome, my outcome was more exact to um, what I was wanting, where this feels more like, I get, the rocks get to show me what they want and the yes. silver gets to show me what it wants to be and how they want to work together. And and then I get to be a part of that. And then somebody comes in and says, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh-huh. So there's this synergy that is beyond uh-huh. me that yeah. I kind of get into. So you, know? you,
1: you do have control, but the control comes up to a point. It right? does, because yes. it says. Absolutely. Uh, Guest 305 is saying hi from Nova Scotia. Molly Potts, howdy from Texas. Rose, have you ever combined your love of fiber with your jewelry? She's going to answer that in a second, but I need to remind you, this is a live podcast. So like Molly and Rose and our guests here, you can interact with the artists anytime you want by that. You just need to use the comment box that you have either below or beside the video. Okay? While we are live, so did you? Yes. I, I was going to ask you, yeah. do you still play with fiber? I do. You yes, do? I do. What do you like to make with fiber?
0: Uh, you know, I'm. I really actually like the the thing that I like doing the very most with fiber is um, using rovings, and mm-hmm. so I like I like um, working with with the roving fiber. I'm not. I'm not a I love weaving, oh. but weaving is is that's an art form yes. that I you know I reserve for anybody that steps into that I'm like <laughs> yes you know I I get what you're doing and I, I really really honor you there, um, but I do like I do like using the rovings and I'm I'm using the rovings more for like um, a tufting kind of. Mm-hmm. Technique, uh-huh. and that's where I'm actually combining. And I haven't shown anybody what I'm doing. But yet you are combining. But so I am Rose. combining it. So yes yeah. so I'm putting Rose. them together. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and it's it's there's a little bit of a trick there because um, the metal can cut the fiber a little bit. So, but fiber can be pretty hardy. So I'm just, I'm playing, I'm playing, but I'm getting to where the the playing with it is Uh really rewarding for me. I want to see that. Okay, (laughs) I will bring it
1: in, yeah. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that at the beginning you were a pencil artist, but at that time, and if you don't mind saying how long ago that was, uh, were you a professional artist or just playing with that? Wow, you know, I would say that I
0: was not a professional. I Uh wasn't selling any of my work um, necessarily. I did it because I loved it, but... you know, I, what what ranks a professional? You know, I, I taught myself to draw when I was in fourth grade. Okay. And so I, I took art classes anytime I could. Mm-hmm. And I've just had this real love for art, learning different mediums, being able to be expressive that way. So um, I did, I did draw there. I did enter, you know, community, Mm -hmm. you know, um, shows. And, you know, it's not that I didn't sell anything. I just didn't step into it because I was, you know, I was, I had children. I still do.
1: (laughs) 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 But I was raising children is a
0: better way. Yeah, I still have. So um, having that, that aspect with my children has been huge in my life. Um, And, and I, you know, they're my heart, that's where. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it works for me, but at the same time, now that they're all older, then this is really turning into um, uh, my career and the way I share myself with my community and, nice. and that kind of thing, so yeah.
1: That's very cool. Let's show some details of some of the pieces. So one thing that, uh, attracts my eyes quite a lot is mm-hmm. the boxes. The boxes. Uh-huh. So tell me a little bit about them, and we are going to give a good close up. So you at home okay, can't fantastic. see that.
0: So this is actually I'm working on this the last two days. This is this is my most recent project, and um, fun fun fact this this was brought to me by a really dear friend of mine who um, he was visiting his grandfather's um, grave in Arlington, Virginia. Uh So he fought in the war and he was buried there in in Arlington. So he gathered some soil from that grave and then he went and he hiked around the area and also um, in the mountains there and um, got some rocks. And he's a lapidary artist. So he cut and polished a number of different um, stones. And then what he wants to do is put the, have me put the soil in these boxes so that he can share them with some special people in his in his life. Um, I don't nice. want to ruin the surprise, you know. Oh. So um, anyway, that's that's what I'm working on right here. And so um, to to work on something like this, this is going to be a sealed container. And the way it's actually working is I I did I soldered everything. Everything on this is and completely sealed. And this is silver. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm going to end up setting um, setting the stone in a bezel this way after I put the the soil in uh-huh. there. Um, That's so I'm doing a lot of pre-work here. All the stamping, all of the decorations. Do you mind raising
1: one of the stamps so we can get sure, a,
0: sure a close up of that? Um, this is some stamp work right here. Oops, does that work? Okay. Uh, there. Yeah. There we go. And the lines there, so I stamp straight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're really we're you're, I'm showing you everything that yeah. you know. This is this is a, a particular. This piece right here has got the um, the number. But I needed to um, draw around the stone, so I've got the. Um,
1: so you know where. I you know where I'm going. yeah, so
0: that I can have the the number that um, he wanted to have on there, and then also some stamping. So, you know, a little bit of preconstruction going on. And then the next thing that is going to happen with all of this is um, then I'm going to start soldering these pieces together so that I can actually create um, an entire box like this. And. Um I got practice in doing this because I've actually created two um, two urns before, in the same oh, yeah. manner. Yeah, and they were a lot bigger. Um, uh-huh. Probably one of the most challenging, actually, I will say it is to date it was the most challenging project I've ever taken on. Um, I was commissioned by um, a family up in Oregon mm-hmm. to um, create an urn for their mother, and she was a, wow. an artist that passed. and so uh-huh. I put her artwork on the on the top and then a journal entry on the bottom of it um soldered those together and also created this everything it was all in silver wow. it was a very very it turned out really beautiful uh-huh. but i needed extra help i actually employed a couple of other artists to help me do it um and it it taught me it taught me a lot mm-hmm. it was it was beyond again pushing my own limits it was beyond something i'd ever stepped into conceptually, I thought, well, naturally I can do this, but you know, the first one I did was six inches by six inches, and that is a, this is a two by two. Okay. This is two inches by two inches right here, and it's an inch um, tall. Uh The urns were um, a five by five, five inches by five inches, and a six by six, which is a A lot lot. Uh of silver, and it requires a lot of heat and... You know, sometimes your best teacher is your biggest challenge.
1: Uh Yeah, it usually is. You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it 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 was very I was really honored to be Uh asked that, and I wanted to do a really good job with it. But I also realized too that it was going to require some some uh, something beyond me, and Mm -hmm. so I did. I actually employed a couple of um, other artists. I had. uh, Stephanie Chavez come in and help me, and Brittany Golden. And I, I really did, you know, really grateful to both of those nice. artists. are amazing, skilled, skilled uh-huh. people. That, uh, that helped me with that so yeah that's that's a that's a beautiful that's a beautiful piece um, and it's in process so you're seeing it not completed yet. right
1: but it is a phenomenal project and and with a lot of meaning mm-hmm. right absolutely and that's, that's what's important and with the urn, I, I don't know but I would assume maybe you don't want to make another one because it's so work intensive but yeah, the intensive. process of making that you you talked at the beginning how the light bulb went on when you said, I can create. Well, when you finish a project like that, you know you have the power Mm -hmm. to do more, right? Because it is, and that's one thing many people don't understand about challenges. They Mm -hmm. see as a negative thing, but the fact is when you're done with the challenge, you're empowered, and then say, (laughs) oh, oh, baby, right? (laughs) there's nothing that can stop me, and I think so this kind of, it's not a, a problem but this kind of challenges actually make us grow. It's as fantastic artists, right?
0: because see then you know there's also this choice point that you get to to be a part of after you mm-hmm. have this challenge now you've got this knowledge yes and that you can look at and say that was that was an experience that I now want to take to the next level or mm-hmm. I'm happy that was there, and I really am complete with that. I don't yeah. want to do that again. Uh-huh. But you now get to but say now that. But what I know, right, yeah. can come yeah. in another round. Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. And I, it's, that's, a, that's a good thing uh-huh. for all of us yes. to be able to Yeah. Be able to I, own, I, yeah.
1: You know, well, the other day, uh, we were talking... When we started Curious Mondo, we used mm-hmm. to have issues all the time, all mm-hmm. types of issues, <laughs> connectivity, and, and whatever, as every day. But you know, that somehow made us stronger trying oh. to make it happen. Oh, absolutely. You not yeah. only have all the, the Real problems, but you also have people saying it's never going to work. The format doesn't work. and (laughs) So I was sitting with with Paola. Paola is one of our team members. And she said, you like problems. Admit that. Uh And I said, I hate problems, but I love a challenge. Because the challenge always makes me grow. Once I overcome that challenge. Right. Come on. What's next? Let's do it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Guest 9730. What an amazing box. Rose, wow. The urn was made in silver as well. That's incredible. Yeah, it was in silver. Now, before I I ask the next question, we always like to talk a little bit about the business side. And this is your business, right? The, The designs. A box like this. (laughs) yes how much much would that be what's the the house maybe maybe you're not charging anything for your friend but how much would it be for a person
0: do you know um, for something like that with with the hours and the time that goes into that um, I I really I haven't priced it out to be specific on that because of the nature of it but based on the other box that I made they, they, this would rank. This would be about twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, and then the the urns were they were much more much because more, yeah. they, there was so much silver that went into those. You know, you I, you it just was imagine. just <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of silver. And and they were they were beefy. You know, they're really really heavy and really nice. But you know, they had ashes in them too. Mm-hmm. And um, there were some other details that I put on there that I'm, I'm not including in this because the request wasn't placed, um, but there was details in there, he wanted to be able to hang it and have it sit, and so to construct that kind of ability, oh, you know, yeah, there was, yeah. it, it was a work of art, to be uh-huh. honest. I was, I'm very, very happy, I would do them again too, I really would, this, I, I'm not, I'm not um, at all opposed to stepping away so, from mm-hmm. that project, mm-hmm. but it's, it's um, it's very, it's yeah it's intensive. going to be very work intensive, and I would need to, you know, again, I, I will people. not, yeah, do a, a size something that size without employing somebody else and bringing them in, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just such a big deal. But yeah, these these smaller ones, I actually put on Facebook today. I had to. <laughs> I had um, a friend of mine, Liz, was uh, taking pictures of me as I was soldering the top onto this uh-huh. box. And in order to get it so that I knew what I was doing, and there's things I look for, right, as the solder's flowing and whatnot, um, I had to kneel down. <laughs> oh. In order to, so I had the I had the torch up here, and I was, you know, I could anyway. And so we were joking about you know kneeling before the solder gods and say thank you silver gods and all of this. So thank you, for you because it worked well. And there's right. times they don't work well. I mean, if you put so much um, heat on a piece, you can you can have it warp. You can have the surface change, mm-hmm. and um, it can be really troublesome. And so um, boy, there's just there's a lot there's a lot. I that bet goes into I bet. These. But yeah. you know
1: I I think it's really a phenomenal project, and it it carries so much weight. Yes, on the on the emotional side and, and the importance that it's going to have yeah. for whoever. Oh, it owns gives it me chills, wants. honestly. Yeah. I <laughs> just, just to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel honored. I mean, I,
0: I have been approached like this piece right here, this um, this necklace that I did. I've done I've done four pieces like this now, okay. and that one was really powerful for me. It's got rose gold. Carnelian and um, and it's all in sterling silver and the back of it has some decoration on it too. But when I was first approached for that, it was mm-hmm. another um, another piece where a client came up and she said, you know what, I have a mentor that has influenced my life so much, mm-hmm. and I just want to give her something that's memorable. I would love to give her a piece of jewelry, and she basically said. She's Norwegian and she doesn't wear a lot of jewelry, but go for it, you know. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> great, wow, <laughs> I'm
0: not sure what I get to do with this. So you know, I, I, uh, I really, I was really honored with uh-huh. that. But I do go through process on, you know, honestly, I, I will get quiet and I will meditate uh-huh. and, wow. and see what it is that shows up. And and this is what showed up. I was like, yeah, I, I want to use the rose gold and yeah, the carnelian. And then it started to feel very like plant like, like spring like. Okay. So this has that that uh, feel to it and um, each one that I've made a bit has been different I put them in you know different the rose gold in different places to be the seeds Mm -hmm, in different places mm but I put that um, I posted that and I you know um, let people see that I was making and I immediately got responses from it saying I'd like to have one of those too Nice. and so I like to make them all a little bit different but when I get those kinds of requests I really feel humbled by Uh it and I take it very seriously Uh you know that's I get to be the artist that is out in the ethers that somebody says, hey, you know what? Mm. I love what you're doing. I want to be in partnership with you and the silver and the stones and the the whole bit. And I think that's why I don't worry about a lot of competition because Mm -hmm. there's so many artists and there's so many good artists out there. And there's also so many people that are looking for something to bring into their lives that if I get to be your artist... Then I'm going to take that very seriously, mm-hmm. and I and I'm really grateful. But if I'm not your artist, that means somebody else is, and I'm not going to feel mm-hmm. at all threatened by that. I'm going to say, go find them. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's not force any issues here. If this doesn't resonate right. with you, then and, I'm you know then yeah. find what does. You know, does. there there
1: is a a Jewish saying. It's not a Jewish saying. I, I think it's just a kind of a Jewish concept that if you want to open a meat store, for mm-hmm. example you're going to go where there are other seven meat stores mm-hmm. because competition is actually not a bad thing right. and i think a lot of us think right i don't want to compete well you don't want to go through the extra work that it takes being in the same market with other people right. but the fact that there are other people actually tells you that there is a market for that. Correct. Right? Correct. Now, yes. one thing that you said that, that I think is very special you have a process, so you meditate and, and mm-hmm. whatever, but the fact is that you translate a message and a feeling into a metal piece that somebody mm-hmm. can wear for life. And, yes. And yes. that makes it even more special few is saying I like that sometimes your best teacher is your biggest challenge. Yes. <laughs> uh, Guest 9730, Have you ever taken on a project that you just couldn't accomplish because it was too challenging? If so, how did you handle it? You know that's a great question. Um, I have said yes to
0: um, I have said yes to probably 98% of the um, requests that have come my direction. And um, when there's something that has been beyond what I feel I have my skill level at and, mm-hmm. and, you know, honestly, I don't know about, I've got no problem saying that's not my specialty. Let me give you a name of somebody that I would trust. Mm-hmm. Or um, you could look here or look there. I want to give them, you know, a different. I have said yes to, um, I can think of two instances where I did take on a project and I had a lot of, you know, like, I was like, ooh, this is going to be awesome. you have so much fun with this. And I was not able to hit it. I, I realized my client was, she was looking for, she was looking for something that was very exact. Um, like, like something you would get that would be maybe laser cut or, okay. you know. And um, because I do everything by hand and it's all artisan, reproduction for me, especially yes. in large quantities, is just, uh-huh. there's going to be variations. And she, she approached that thinking that that's what she wanted, but as we worked together, it was, it was very apparent that all of everything that I was presenting was not hitting it. And she's like, well, well, and she was, you know, and I could just say, this is just not working, not working for us. Yeah. So really at the end, what I ended up having to do is say, you know what, I'm not your artist, but I have an idea of who you could talk to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, kind of passed along um, some different names mm-hmm. to her, and we parted friends, but I mean, it was a big account too, and I was just like, well... I yeah. you know, we don't want stress on either side. So uh-huh. yeah. I you need to know your limits. Yeah. You need to know what your specialty I think it happens, is, you know. No matter
1: in which industry you are, right? Oh, yeah, there absolutely. are projects that projects or people mm-hmm. that you just say not possible. Well, right? yeah, for
0: me, exactly. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's there's there's a possibility out there and you know, I can do that means means something. Mm-hmm. Um, but also learning what the I can do that means is like yeah. you also know that, you know, there are others out there that can. Mm-hmm. If you can't, so I don't have a
1: laser cutter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't do that. You know. Well, that's not the so, purpose of what you do. Right. 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 Again, you're translating a, a message. You, you, it, the artisan part of it is extremely important. So many times. Right. Right. Reproduction is not the way to go.
0: It's yeah, and if I am gonna have a, pro- I have done large times. You know, I've, I've made you know, 200 earrings and 300 rings, uh-huh. right? You know, and, and they're, they're pretty rote, you know. I've done that before. I actually work for an artist out in New York City and she sends me some pieces and I do piece work and send it back to okay. her and she does the finishing of it. So, it, that it is, the, yeah, it, you yeah. never know that anybody, anything else had been done for it, but um, because it's all her work, and yet, um, that helped me with my soldering. You know, I was getting a benefit by just doing the the the, the beginning phases of it, and so okay. I was doing things like that. But as far as, you know, really making sure everything's right, you know, I mean, it's possible, but it's it's a different mm-hmm. aspect of this particular medium versus doing something that's custom or doing something that just I wake up one morning and I was like, oh, I just you know, and I and it, yeah, and I just yeah. you know, I can't I can't wait to get to the bench and. You know, I've got like two of them sitting on my bench right now, like that. I'm
1: like, God, I gotta get home, I want to be it? Why do I have to yeah. give an interview today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Gina is saying, when do you glean the most inspiration from as an artist? Wow, where,
0: um, where, where,
1: where, or when? where,
0: where, where, yeah. where, where, yeah, foreigners, oh, you know. Oh man. You know, um, there's two ways. There's two places. I I find a lot of value in collaboration. Mm-hmm. You and I, if you and I are artists, it, we don't even have to be silversmiths, uh-huh. you know. We can, but collaborating and talking about ideas, you know, like, wouldn't it be fun if, Mm -hmm. or I was looking at this and I've had other artists, it's like, oh my gosh, I saw this grove of trees and this color thing. And so they kind of go in this color scheme Uh idea. And I'm like, how could I cut that out in metal? You know, I mean, would I, you know, and so I go my direction with it and they go their direction with it. Um, But I think that's a lot of why I think even in community, um, we are, humans are just—we're communal. We like to gather, mm-hmm. you know, We like to touch base. We like, and and I think because of that, this this expansion happens, and um, you know, there's there's a lot of value, mm-hmm. which is sharing ideas. And again, it's like don't worry about the competition because, and I've noticed this. I've taught enough classes that we are going to do one project. We're all going to use the same stone. We're all going to use the same wire. We're all going to use the same thing. And they work, they turn out different. Oh yeah, it's I, you cannot translate yeah. what I'm doing because it's coming in through me. Even though we have the same stuff, so I don't, I, you know, I just I just don't really worry about again competition. Mm-hmm. I do I do um, see the value in collaborating. Um, the other place I find a lot of inspiration is I'm nature. I'm a nature uh-huh. girl. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just if I'm out walking in red rocks, I'm going to start doing you know some different kind of stamping and things are going to get really like flowy and Uh deserty you know and if i'm up in the mountains then then i'm looking at you know how i'm going to translate pine
1: needles into something you know it's Uh just it's it's uh, definitely like that yeah I was thinking about our partnership, it's like, I'm a little bit fiber, <laughs> and <I'm> a little <laughs> bit of <laughs> Smith. Exactly. <laughs> you mentioned collaboration several times, and you mentioned that with the urn, you had Stephanie Chavez, Brittany Golden help you. Yes. The three of you have studios, the three of you instruct people. Right. So on the first moment, everybody would think, oh, and you are in the same market, too, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people could say, wow, they, they are competing Mm against each other, but quite the contrary, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And I think if we don't approach business uh, with a positive mindset, it's much more likely that we will succeed. It's not all for me. Uh, And I think women do have this uh, talent that they can work Mm -hmm. together. Without thinking, I'm going to work together, but I'm going to kill your business. It's really let's right, grow together. Right, yeah. right. Um, I see. think
0: the biggest challenge with uh, with us when we do this collaboration, us meaning community, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I I'm fortunate enough that um, I I gathered a lot of experience and a lot of um, benefit by working with Brittany Golden for okay. the years that I did, and you know. Being in that studio and helping to create some of the things that I helped create there, and now you know working with Stephanie and her studio, and then doing things on my own um, in different ways. You know, I've I've gone out and I like to teach in different states, uh-huh. um, and I've done that, and I'd like to see that grow as well too. But when we are in a community, and the community is fairly tight, you know, as far as just even um, the proximity of uh-huh. each other's studios and stuff the value of being able to as as say a student or somebody you know that is trying to say hey come into where my space is being in a position that you have something to offer i mean every studio is different yeah and so there is definitely value in in taking as many classes or teaching as in as many different places as mm-hmm. possible mm-hmm. um because you're not gonna, you're not abandoning yourself. You're actually adding to yeah. the place. Yeah, and um, I'm honored. I feel very grateful to both, uh, both of those women, uh-huh. especially yeah. for um, what they've offered me. Um, you know, I've even become really good friends with Jan Harris Smith, and she's yeah, that,
1: her too. See, holy my cow! One, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She's she's an incredible artist, and um, just even knowledge that she has that um, that I I'm like, no wait a second you know, and we're talking about metal, I'm like, no, twi- say that again, you know, and uh-huh. so I'm just pulling uh-huh. that in, and she's like, well, of course you do it this way, and I'm like, well, of course I want to learn. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, and I see that you, you guys do that a lot, right? right, take each other's classes. I think growing as a human being requires that, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Because if we start from the point that I know everything and only what I do is good, it limits you a lot. Oh, absolutely, right? yeah. uh, Molly Potts wants to know: Do you keep a sketchbook of your ideas? Yes, I have. I brought it. <laughs> so, so go grab that and give me a shot of the other pieces, so they can see more in detail uh, what we have here today with Asia Rain from Asia Rain Designs. Gotta take out these papers here. So beautiful. So we are showing that necklace right now. It's is it copper. Okay, so that's an etched
0: copper piece. Uh-huh. Um, I soldered a um, a little piece of onyx well I didn't solder the onyx I soldered silver onto it a bezel cup so okay. that I could put a piece of onyx there okay. so it's etched copper and then it's on sterling silver that I that I textured and the cool thing about the um, about the etching, um, I became great friends with Sherry Hobb and her her um, E three machine was the thing that I actually used, and I used the most to do the etching. So again, another friend uh-huh. in the industry that um, that I was able to make because of a technique that I just adore, you really? know. And so the etching is beautiful because you can actually transfer pictures, and it etches itself into the metal. Oh, oh really? And it's it's there. It doesn't uh-huh. go away because it. It removes metal from, you know, it removes whatever is there from the metal itself. And so then you have this impression that stays with it forever. And That's I'm intrigued incredible. with things like that. I just, I think that is so So cool. here's your
1: sketchbook. So I, you I, will need to show to Rain so she can show people out there so let me see a sample of how you use the sketchbook.
0: So I, I like to, um, you know, like, this is kind of a positive, negative space kind of um, thing that I did a long time ago. I wanted to do like an animal series. I was um, trying to figure out how I could put um, animals, um, just take a jewelry saw, uh-huh. and do some some different things with that. Um, That's beautiful. And then, let's see Ooh, what I have fox. down here. I, I the fox, one. isn't the yeah. fox fun? I love fox. I've got a cougar, I've got a bear, you know, and I haven't done these yet. Oh, really? So, no, I Ooh. haven't. I haven't, so I still want to work on these. Um, let's see what do I have down in here this is something that just as I was getting some ideas what if I put this here and put this there I actually I wonder if I can find it I actually got into when I went to India I came back with this is my India oh. so I went to India and I got influenced by things that were over there and how different um, uh-huh. the jewelry ideas are over there and When I was over there, I was teaching um, women in the slums how to how to make jewelry. Oh, really? I was, yeah. Yeah, And so they had such great ideas. Now Uh all of this is just instructions. Here's my silver boxes. This is what I use, and I had to go through and say, "All right, this is what this nice. is the process. Uh-huh. Here's some more. Here's some more things for some bracelets." And you know, when people, I don't know. For me, there's some people that want to go to scale. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. go to scale unless it's a really big piece. Okay. This one is to scale right here because there was a particular stone I needed to draw around. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's that's,
1: that's my great. sketchbook that's right That's great. Super great. Yeah. Uh, generally saying women are nurturers and that comes true in all aspects of their lives. Guest 9730, I love your work, it's apparent your love for what you do. Bree, oh, your work is beautiful. Is that a thistle? Yes, yes, okay. Phil, I loved seeing your sketchbook. Thank you. (laughs) You know, I was you were showing that, and we, we have had courses or interviews where people. Talk about their mm-hmm. sketchbooks. I've never seen one either. How, not oh so, yeah. <laughs> so I was imagining. Um, I have one that I just doodle stuff. Uh, yeah, am yeah, a yeah. Terrible. This. Uh, at drawing, well, this. Okay. This.
0: So here's my sketch. I don't know if you want to focus in on this one. So this. This just is kind of there. where I'm going to bring this right here. So this is the page I wanted to take this and turn it into something that was more round. And here oh. was where it originated with this idea, and came into that idea and it's i've got an idea for maybe even doing a ring how would i do a ring how does this kind of translate into being a ring so even though i mean and i if you want you could look on facebook and you can see this particular one this went to a gal in um in oregon um and it doesn't look exactly like that but this is kind of where i start with how am i going to overlay and what am i going to do here and then once i start you know, once the metal, uh, the silver, the stones, once we all start, you know, dancing together, uh-huh. and it really is, it is a dance, um, When, the, then, then that's going di- to dictate more about what happens. When I'm soldering and things aren't working well, that's when I start talking to the metal and say, hey, guys, you got to play nice. <laughs> and if they don't, then I back away. Oh, really? That's so when I have to step you're away. You're grounded. Yeah, it's Bye-bye. like you're... <laughs> maybe I'm grounded. <laughs> I can't even tell you. It's funny, too. I mean, I do have the experience where... Um, Man, if something is not working right, if it's not working well, I can't tell you how many stones I've broke. Like stones are just like it's not working or me- you know, mm-hmm. silver's melting and and I got I have got to step away and go, this I need to rethink this. Something here is not working and it doesn't necessarily mean anything other than I might be coming at it with the wrong the wrong intention, I might be distracted. Or I've really seen it where elements don't want to be together. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just put stones down on the desk, and wow. I'm just like, it's not working. Ugh. It doesn't, and then the I the come back, and I'm it, like, yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. I come back, and then there's, there's this other stone over here, and I'm like, oh, if I put those two together and then everything just goes smoothly, I'm like, well, okay, that's how that works, you know? <laughs> so you and two love each yeah, other. <laughs> they, yeah, it sounds a little weird, a little esoteric, well, but it's the way I work, so. Well,
1: I, I well, we are all energy, mm-hmm. right? So energy is everything. Right. And we have to respect how it flows. And sometimes your relation with whatever you make doesn't go well. Right. Sometimes the pieces that you're putting together, it, it is what it is, is the yeah. frequency that is on and you have to be able to adapt instead right. of just feeling frustrated. Yeah,
0: forcing it is not, it's it, not I, the way. I don't find a lot of <laughs> a lot of success in the force. And the other thing, I mean, whether people choose to believe this or not, what I notice and what I see, and I see this when people walk by my jewelry if I'm at a show, they pick up a piece, they'll put it on, and because I've got a relationship with that piece, I, I can't explain why, but if it's theirs, I know it. It locks in, and I'm like, "Oh, mm. this will be interesting to watch." You know, yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of watch. I don't. Okay. I don't. I'm not a hard sell person because if, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. happen yeah. But I watch this, and they keep coming back to it, and coming back to it. And you know what that's like because I do mm-hmm. the same thing. And and then and then the relationship starts to, and they just. I've been looking for something like this for so long, you know, See? and I'm like, I'm so happy I could be your artist. You know? <laughs> anyway, but there there is a there's a relationship there and, and and I honor the fact that you have a desire and you want to bring something into your life and perhaps it's through jewelry or something metal or mm-hmm. something like that, and your that intention goes out mm-hmm. and, and there is a resonance and um, there's like a, I don't know, I think about it as a like a frequency. And I need to respect the fact that if I've picked up on that frequency and now I'm making something mm-hmm. and something feels really good that way, but I'm trying to put you know turquoise with a pearl and, and that's not what's going together, you know, then I need to back off and just kind of breathe with it and allow and it's like, oh, it's actually amethyst and the pearl or uh-huh. whatever. You know? uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I, and, and I do think that way. I do think yeah. that way. And I think there are more artists out there that maybe don't have the words to say that because they're just like, I don't, I'm just inspired. To me, that's my words
1: for saying that's how I'm inspired, yeah, you know, yeah. so, yeah. That's fantastic. Um, Ma- Maria, good evening from Sweden. I enjoy your philosophy and view of your craft. Arts and crafts are not a competition. Everyone can do in their own way. Absolutely, I agree. Brie, love your attitude. Molly, thank you so much for sharing your sketchbook. <laughs> uh, hi from Phoenix. I started with a sketchbook but have a million scraps of paper with drawn ideas. Nice. Guest 9730, beautiful sketches. Now, before we talk about the etching and the the more organic pieces that you have, I want to talk a little bit about how you promote and and, and the, the business part. Mm-hmm. So you use, I deal with artists every single day. Some days, many artists, okay? Mm-hmm. And I know the one thing that everybody thinks they're good at, but they're not, is social media. Yeah. Most people, I mean it's 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 sad it's sad but i know you use especially instagram you use really really well yeah tell me how you go about approaching my, social media
0: my social media is is a love-hate relationship <laughs> well, so it's mine <laughs> i just i i i don't know i don't think i'm very good at it but um i i do the best i can is what i'm looking at and um what I try to do, especially with, um, with the photography, I like looking at things, and I know in social media, having a photo go with what it is you're trying to um, talk about is really important. Mm-hmm. So I tend to, I, I lean towards having um, two or three different places that I consistently like to take pictures on mm-hmm. and um, with my jewelry and you know, even um, some consistency with if I'm gonna do a meme or, mm-hmm. or put up a, uh, create a quote or something, um, even tell about you know some kind of um, meaning of a stone, you know, or where okay. something was sourced. Uh-huh. then I want to I want to make sure that the the photo that's in the background is going to support that, meaning not a lot of a noise and noise uh-huh. behind mm-hmm. it, right? and so i'm I'm conscious of knowing that that's that's a fairly for me, that's a fairly basic idea. but um, I like to post. I really want to try and post once a day if I can. Mm-hmm. That's that's really hitting the max for me. On that one. <laughs> There's times that I actually get excited about something and I'm like, "Hey, look! This is what my real time is." You know, look, I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Um, but knowing that it really is, this is the way, this is the way we communicate now. And um, for people say younger than me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like um, my children's ages, then. Um, that seems kind of like a no brainer for them. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I really do have to realize oh, I, I, need, to, I need to connect with people today um, in this medium. Um, I still connect in other ways, you know, I have the other ways that I, that I do um, reach out. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if I can be consistent in a time. Um, I'm getting it refined to where I have more of a message. There's times that I'm just like, here's my picture and wouldn't it be fun did bam <laughs> you know and and I, I'm noticing that there are a number of people that they've got this very long story that goes along yeah with what it is on me. I'm, I'm, I'm a not, one I'm line not boy that much. yeah every <laughs> once in a while I'm like in a pack of story uh-huh. in there, and I'm gonna give you this like here's for a, you know time for a story. And so if you want to engage in the story, mm-hmm you know, that's kind of how I feel. I just, I I really enjoy what people are putting up there in their pictures and Mm -hmm. the consistency with that. So, yeah.
1: But you're saying about the younger, uh, (laughs) I don't know. So let me tell you a secret. (laughs) Most people that work here are millennials. So today we were playing with something different about Instagram, right? And trying to figure out and well, I could, but Well, first, I really don't know how to use my phone. Second, I don't pay attention to anything. It's just, you you know, one of the, it's a challenge for other Mm -hmm, people. mm -hmm. But I say, hey, do you know how to do this on Instagram from one millennium? No, to the other, no, to the other, no. The baby boomer had to figure it out. (laughs) All right, baby boomer. Okay, so you said you you promote yourself in other ways. Uh, Tell me.
0: um, You know, relationship's a big deal for me, Um, so, I, I really like to um, I like to I do give people I have a um, my business card and my business card does have you know a phone number that I'm accessible on and so I do accept um, like emails mm-hmm. and um, and the and connecting through like phone calls or um, or texts or whatever and you know a lot of times especially since I've been teaching recently there's people reaching out going you know what about this and what about this and um, I I keep a, a running list of um, how I can reach back and if I can do it in a collective, you know, and then BCC Wait, yeah. everybody, you know, BBC, mm-hmm. what is a blind copy something, mm-hmm. you know, the, the B, uh-huh. you know, so that not everybody is sharing each other's emails right. because I am respectful right. of everybody's privacy. I, I want mine, you know, respected mm-hmm. as well. And, and so if there's something I can say, hey, you know, I noticed this and these questions have come through and I'll just shoot out emails. Okay. I, I enjoy doing that. Yes. And then I'll make phone calls and invite people to do things and that kind of thing. But um, I, I had a very wise friend of mine who, who is really good at promoting herself. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of skill and years behind. She just like, she spends a lot of time on her social media so she can spend, she can actually have time to do this. Uh-huh. So, and I've had it reversed for a long time. I gotta make, I gotta make, I gotta make, you know? Uh And um, it's been a bit of a mania, you know? (laughs) And so I'm I'm easing away from what that is and looking into the fact that connecting with people is really important Mm -hmm. and what you have to offer is really important. And so really, I need to give this more, I I know I need to give this more value than I have in the past or I'm beginning to. And one of that means is if I can't do this and I can't do this well, then i'm going to hire somebody that can. Uh-huh. And there's i've got nothing against that at all, right. you know. I mean,
1: somebody take care of that. For right. You. Yep.
0: Right. And it's not like i've got this massive budget, you know. I mean, there's i sometimes i do trades, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but i've noticed that in, in my community there's a there's a couple of people mm-hmm. and one gal i'm thinking in particular is really on point with this and she loves it.
1: Yeah. You know, so why not? I i i, I don't think it's about the tools that you're going to use, the business card or social media, whatever it is, yeah. uh, is the, the attitude. Are mm-hmm. you going out trying to chase people to come to you? Yeah. Or are you going out trying to attract people to mm-hmm. you? Right? And as artists, it's, it's fundamental to us to attract people to us right right so we uh, yes at the end we are going to sell and sell is goods right Right. Uh, it it, it makes it possible yeah but we need to have the attitude of okay how can i attract people right other than i need to chase people to buy my stuff right and i actually have
0: experience with that too i mean i when i first started in this i remember i kind of made the announcement to myself and then even to others you know people say do you do this full time and i'm like i do
1: (laughs) see (laughs) this is what i do yeah
0: and um before i I was doing that it was such a it was such a hard you know here's me in my job and then this on the side and yeah. here's my part-time job yeah. and this on the side and and it's difficult and it's difficult to to do that at least I found it so then that difficulty created a I got to chase you mm-hmm. you know and yes. and I did experience that I, uh-huh. I have been mm-hmm. you know in this grabbing and it was so uncomfortable for me uh-huh. you know I I had to take a step back and look at this and go you know, where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. And I, that's just me anyway. I, I am such a, I like to look around and see who's in my, well, yes, yeah, yes. who have I attracted we, to myself, yes. what's the attitudes, uh-huh. you know, and, and wow, am I reflecting that? Uh-huh. And is that reflected in my business model? Is that happening? And what does my bank account look like? You know, what, what are all of these, this information yes. telling me? Yes. And then I even had to get into a place where it's like, you know, not identifying with what certain things look like. Like, oh, this must mean that I'm, kind of a person or I'm, and really all it is is information. I'm I'm an, I'm a pretty incredible person. <laughs> I'm amazing, <laughs> I'm amazing. You know, there've been times my bank account hasn't agreed with that, you know, but then it's like, but I'm still amazing even though there's not enough zeros in my bank account, uh-huh. meaning behind numbers, right, you know? Wouldn't it be nice if we had six zeros uh-huh. there. Um, but it, it was, it's it's something, like we get this feedback from, from our, our uh, from numbers that come at us and from people that come at us and from, you know, um, our, our, our health that mm-hmm. comes at us. I mean, there's so many different yeah. ways we've got this feedback that um, we can really honor if we can actually just look at it. Going, okay, this is this is feedback. So
1: you ha- you have to be with an open I- mind. I- that. Yeah, exactly. I think I think the difference between you know what you're trying to do and the bank account, mm-hmm. and it happens to all of us many yeah. times in life. I mean, really, sure. Like some, sometimes there are not even zeros in the back of <laughs> There's zero zeros. <laughs> done. But I, I think when that happens is really, you should ask yourself, what's the disconnection between what I want and what, what I really believe? Oh, because what you believe question. is your reality. Right. right? That is and a great many question. times you you are unconscious of that. Mm-hmm. So you believe you cannot succeed or even worse, you you believe an artist cannot survive or thrive being an artist, right? right? Because right. we grew up listening to that. Right. right. And right? I
0: think yeah, when people refer to you, and I I've, I've watched this happen people are like, "Oh, you're doing this good for you." Yeah, Kind of a starving yeah. artist <laughs> thing huh? and yeah, I I hate that subs- word. I do too. I've <laughs> never subscribed to that. I'm like, uh-huh. there's, you know, if if I know what it's like to be very lean. I know what it's like to be there, but I have never like gone into the mindset of, but this is what a starving artist has to go through. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, this is not starving. Yeah. There's nothing in front of us here that is at all starving. This is so rich. Yeah. You know? And so you're dealing
1: with precious metals all the time. I, well, you the, know? It, yeah. I think the worst we can do for ourselves, and I tell that to my daughter all the time, is allow people to put us in boxes. Agreed. Right? <laughs> I hate boxes. I don't wear name tags, mm-hmm. not even in parties. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because don't put me in a box. Don't tell me yeah. what I am. Because right. you don't have that right. Right. Right? I create my own reality. Right. Right, so, so you true. don't you don't tell me what I can or cannot achieve with arts. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter fiber, metal, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If you if you put the work, if you have the commitment, and if you believe that can be you, Absolutely. you can su- succeed. Yeah, and there and are tons of examples to show. It's true. We bring it's people true. that live only on their art and live well every single week. Mm-hmm. So don't give me that mm-hmm. crap because I don't believe that. But the first thing is you. Right. Don't allow them to tell you right you shouldn't be doing right. this. And that's a journey in and of
0: itself. You know, I've had to take that journey too where I've I've taken outside I've been you know, I, I grew up with that. This is who mm-hmm. you are, you know, and this is this is the way we want you to be. And you will be successful if you subscribe to this kind of, you yeah. know, lifestyle yeah. or, or whatever and I'm such a rebel, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just I'm a different, I'm just now. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I like that and song, it's it's extreme. Extreme. <laughs> so I don't know, my kids, my kids, I've got, I actually have six children, my wow. oldest is, I do, I have five boys and I have a daughter and um, my oldest is 30 and my youngest is 19 and mm-hmm. um, I think just with the fact because of a lot of what we're talking about and just being, you know, that, that revolutionary and that rebel in thinking of even how I was speaking to my kids. Mm-hmm. I, I can look at them and I can say, wow, you know what? Those are really cool people and they're contributing to society in their own yes. way. Yes. And I don't get, I, I, because of probably some ways that I felt when I was growing up of not being heard and feeling like I was in that box, I, I was conscious about, I was probably more liberal than most people are, but I, I did, um, you know, what, Psychologists call it motivational interviewing. Uh-huh. I was I was inviting them into, oh, you don't wanna clean the bathroom? Well, what would you like to do? You know, is this gonna work? Because it has to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanna like take my job and go weed the garden, we can work on, you know? And so it's it's not like, no, you have to because I said so. I'm not an authoritarian. Um, and so then our conversations, and I, and I feel like I treat my students this way too. Mm-hmm conversation gets to flow and it's like, oh, I feel free to say, you know what, I really don't know that I want to make a ring today, but I thought we had to make a ring. And it's like, no, this is a silversmithing class. The Uh example on the picture was a ring, but it doesn't mean you have to make a ring, uh you know, where you, you know, I find that people walk in and they're like, well, I kind of have an idea, but I don't know if I can do this. And I'm like, share. Share. Uh-huh. You know, and then if they come in with "I want to make a silver box," it's like you got three hours. I don't think yeah. that's happening today. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to sell you more time. No we can talk about that. Uh,
1: Jen Rowe is saying, Asia, you sound like you are channeling your art as a shaman. I find that very enlightening. Oh, that's. Uh, she's also saying, "What if? What if, I need to change my glasses? You know- <laughs> what if? Uh, what's your view of using an outside source to handle your social media?" So you mentioned you, oh, yeah, you would take that. I yes. would do, yeah, absolutely. And Phil thank you for this candid interview and for keeping it real. I think that's the most important, right? Yeah. Because it, it is very easy to... Go on a soapbox, on a camera, whatever, mm-hmm. and say it's like this, and like yeah, everything beautiful will happen. Yeah, There's right? right. never one day of rain, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. we rain. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit before we finish about okay. the etching and the organic pieces that you told me you love to make. Organic. I do.
0: I really enjoy. I enjoy okay. texture. And we, we need to show these pieces here. Um, texture. Texture for me is, it's the essence of nature. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a high polish girl, and I love jewelry that is high polish. Okay. I just, I do appreciate that, uh-huh. but um, I really, I really like, um, and we're talking about metals specifically here, I love it when my eye has, has some interest. Okay. So my eye gathers interest with variations in light and variations in, um, in texture and in shape. And um, yet, I also like cleanliness. I like the clean in it. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of these, um, whoops, these pieces right here, that are these fold-formed pieces. Mm-hmm. So when I do something that um, is folded like this, then I'm going to start with a, a sheet of silver, or yeah, silver or copper, and it's nice and straight. I mean, it's going to. Sorry, I'm going to bring this up here. It's going to look like this. It starts out flat and yet through the process i'm going to be putting different textures and folds and things into it so it becomes um, more organic and yet you can follow mm-hmm. you can follow some continuity yes, there right yes, yes. and so that to me that appeals to me and that's why i you know i create what i create and this piece right here as i'm reaching across this one actually combines and it's a very light etch i don't even know if you can see that yeah, etch we, or mm-hmm. not um, so there's artwork on there mm-hmm. and i etched the silver That's but i also did some organic, just some, there's some uh, texture, texture right there. I've got a fold. I left this so it wasn't so textured. Now I've got the design that I've got right there, and then I continued it over on the other side. So then it, there is definitely that continuity. Fantastic. But I've got these different feelings, so, and, um, you know, just variations for your eyes. And mm-hmm. then I riveted um, the uh, other piece, this mm-hmm. etched piece, to the copper piece. So it's very organic. It's not something that you're going to, um, you know. This is not machine produced. This is definitely yeah. hand done. And um, something really simple like this one right here is just got. It's just got a fold right across the, right across the front, just kind of a cross fold. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the rest of it is just it's just plain. It's got a stamp on the end of it, and the same thing, you know, following the nice. that side. So just some little accents. That's that's. This is really indicative of what I do. Yeah, and then sometimes like on this particular piece, um, setting a stone. So I'm gonna, you know, I've got the stamping um, actually on the sides like this, and then uh, I soldered um, soldered the bezel and the base plate uh, to the copper and then set the the piece of. Um, and too. this is
1: something that Mondo makers will be learning soon, right? You're yes, going to teach yeah, it, of course. yes, yes,
0: yeah. I, I am. I want to be able to combine um, the fold forming with the, with the etching to create something that um, people can, mm-hmm. can do. Um, this is another piece that is a little more advanced. It's a, it's a hollow form if you want to come over here. So this, this is a, an etched piece right here that's on top and then um, soldered to um, another piece and there's the back of the ring. Um, but this, it's, it's light because it's hollow. So it's doing a hollow, a hollow form is um, another thing that, that I like to do. But the etching and the folding, um, they're definitely um, techniques that I really like sharing with people. Um, I love to share the, the soldering. Um, and that's always project driven. I mean, once you, I, I think once you really kind of understand the, the basics behind soldering, um, then, then it goes into what can what I do can beyond I do with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. In in the class in the course that you're going to give a curious mondo, you're going to be uh, covering most of this and some Absolutely. etching, correct? And some etching. Yes, yes. Okay. So I we'll be we doing know.
0: etching and folding and um, putting putting some uh, some elements together to create a project that. I mean, we're going to need to use some fire. You you do have to have heat when you're folding pieces. Mm-hmm. There's just you do. You
1: have, Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah.
0: And so. Bringing in a torch and utilizing it that way is definitely important. Um, but I will demonstrate too. If you if you don't have access to you know fire, if you don't have a, a torch or something like that, um, then I can show you you know how simple it is really just to go ahead and put texture into metal. Mm-hmm. So you still have that eye appeal um, in the project that we'll be doing and you know That's combining great. those together. So yeah, That's great. yeah, you can feel successful.
1: Don't forget that this week we are going to have the page up so you can start registering for her course. And as always, when we go live, it's free for you to watch the whole course. We don't hide anything behind. Uh, So make sure you go to CuriousMondo.com. By Saturday, the page will be up and you can start registering for her class. You don't want to miss this lady just telling you. (laughs) Now, I have a few more questions for you, but before we go into that, if people want to get in touch with you, where are the best places for them to look for you?
0: You know, right now, um, my Instagram page is um, updated the most. We were talking about social media. So, um, my Instagram page is Asia underscore Rain, um, and Rain is spelled R-A-I-N-E, so there's an E on the end of it, and that's an underscore and then designs, and um, there's a link there. I do have a website. Mm -hmm. It's AsiaRain.com. It's not currently up i did a switch with my um serv- yeah yeah, my, yeah yeah and all, my product didn't come over so now i'm yeah. like loading everything Loved up again technology. so yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's taking a minute but the, um, my instagram's a great place i have a facebook page asia rain designs um i'm active on some silversmithing groups and some yeah. jewelry groups there and um, it's that's it that's it like my page (laughs) yeah right like a page page page, review review, review. yeah yeah, exactly um yeah and you can you know look around and see you know there's i will advertise if i'm teaching classes in your area i have plans to go to santa fe next year to teach some classes there Uh and um you know i've i've taught up in oregon and then i've done some things out in connecticut and you know, New Jersey and things. So, I mean, you know, I, I like the idea of going out
1: and, you know, maybe, maybe that's sharing. That's never an those. issue here. Curious yeah, model. <laughs> you always get invited someplace. Yeah. I'm the only one that nobody invites anywhere, <laughs> but everybody else gets invited. The, uh, Jenny's asking, here. have you ever experienced the fear of success as an obstacle? Yes, yes,
0: yes, 100% yes on that, and I, that had to actually be brought to my attention. No. Um, I didn't realize that that's what my... Um, my anxiety was about. Um, I was finding ways. I was. I'm busy enough. There, there. That if I did the tip over, it's going to be too much in my quality. And now I've got to hire somebody and you know, scale it back. And so that that dance between, do I dare? Can I? Do I have enough money to hire somebody? Mm-hmm. And I finally, you know, I, I made the leap. And this was for a couple of projects. I don't have an employee. Um, as as we speak mm-hmm. right now, but there were some projects that I had to do that I actually, um, I knew some good silversmiths, I've taught some good silversmiths, and um, I gave a couple of them a call, and I'm like,
1: Come over here. Can
0: you, <laughs> if I ship you the material, can you do some piecework for me? And it made all the difference. And oh, so that yeah. helped. But even after that, I mean, I would say yes, I mean, even recently, I can see where where things are evolving um, to I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling it before it hits me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling more of an expansion in in a very powerful way and I'm kinda like, whoa, can I really be like that well-known? Can mm-hmm. I really be, mm-hmm. you know, can can it be that big, I guess, you know, like, anyway, I don't even know how to put words to it. And so, to even dare to, to kinda get cozy in that, uh-huh. which is what you need to do. Yeah. If you, you know, you, it, it comes, you feel it before it manifests and it's calling you, you know? So getting cozy there has been kind of a, what does that feel like? I mean, that's kind of cool. And like, oh my gosh, you know, what does that mean? Then I got hired, you know, and that's where I, you get yeah. into that spin. Yeah. And that's been the, the uh, the bo- what do I want to say? The trap, the the uh, sabotage is the yeah. word I'm looking yeah. for. So I, I really did have to have an outside source. At this time, it was my, my daughter, uh-huh. <laughs> my wise daughter that said, now, wait a minute, this is being created exactly for you to say yes to, uh-huh. and and you're you're fine. You're nitpicking it. Just breathe, uh-huh. right? And so, um, where I feel that I'm going, and again, it's not even defined. I just feel that this is this is something that I'm really excited about. And so, yes, I have felt that before, and um, it's good to have friends that can call you on your on yourself. You know, to say you need to yeah. just look at those. you're here creating
1: this reality that you really yeah. really want, but doing everything. To stay in the reality that you don't like, yeah, and you have to ask, why do I do that, and how do I break that? Right,
0: right. I mean, the hard thing too is like you have this vision, and then you still have to, you know, live here. Yeah, there's things that have to happen, you know, now. Well, you
1: have you have to be real, but at the same time, you have to have the boundary when the being real means you're cutting everything that can happen. Right, Right? because the brain is used with the reality it knows, right? right? Mm -hmm. So unless it really believes in the next one, it's not going to let you go. And that's why we start a diet and we gain weight. Exactly. (laughs) It's it's always that 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 pattern that we all have. Oh, yeah. But you have to be conscious that, wait a minute, right? Right. Do I really believe I can have all that zeros in my bank account? How does it feel? What am I going to do with that? Until the moment your brain, oh, yeah. Why not? Right. right. And for
0: me I'm I'm realizing the translation is you know is is easier for me to understand when I look at who do I want to work with? Mm-hmm. Who do I want my clients mm-hmm. to be? Yep, you know exactly. what what is what is this because I have had some really I mean honestly we resonated we were great client you know great together and yet I could feel inside I'm like mm, mm, there's something this is this yeah. is something's off and then when I really got And at the moment, you know, and I'm talking about a whole different client now, I got gutsy enough to actually say, this is not my client. Mm -hmm. And yet, boy, on on paper, this was going to look really Really good, good. right? And this was longevity, and we're going to, you know, it just didn't feel right. I I realized, you know, I still, without even having an answer for myself today of why, Mm -hmm. I still had to to pull away from that, to come yeah. back to that center. You know, your gut gets tight. You, you best be listening your to that Your gut one. is your best counselor. <laughs> you
1: better listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Bree is saying, love the interview. Thank you for sharing. Molly, do you have your own stamp or hallmark? I do. I do, yes. You're going to show that in class, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, Brie Asia already shared the website. Yes, asiarain.com. asiarain.com. With- R A I N E. Correct. Okay. Uh, Looking forward to the class and Paige. Yay! You got this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you you so much for the wise words and thank you very much for being here with us and interacting. Uh, I'm going to ask you one more thing. If you really enjoyed this interview and you know somebody that could benefit, be inspired, you know, look at things different, well, what do you do? You just share and say, "Hey, come take a look." Whatever you're watching this podcast, it stays there it's in all podcast directories if you're watching on social media it stays on social media so anytime you can send people there and if you leave a thumbs up a review it really really helps us it really is, that's an amazing thing that you can do for us and next week we are going to be back here next week we have lisa pavelka back here and we are all going right. to be talking about resin so you don't want to miss that tuesday 2:30 p.m mountain time if you're outside the u.s or in a different time zone Google that and be here with us, whatever you're watching today. I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you.